oh, I'll take a little bit of that and a little bit of this. And I like history. I geek out on it. Mm. And I think culture is probably one of the greatest things on the planet. Um, hence why we shift around and then I call it that, you know, yeah. and nice. vice versa. Yeah. So mate, how are you doing? Yeah, not bad. Just, uh, really fascinated about actually your fundraising efforts. Oh, you know, I've, you know, I've not really told anybody about it yet. Oh. <laughs> so I was waiting for this. You can like edit that part out. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like I said, I'm not really book smart, nor computer savvy. Mm. Um, all I've got is literally talking shit and a little bit of like fitness sometimes. Yeah. Um, and that's about it. Uh, but yeah, I was waiting for this conversation because it was more than likely going to come up. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I might as well like, yeah, wait, but yeah, we're doing something for Youthline. So what, what is Youthline? Nice. Um, so Youthline is an organization that, uh, provides services to support young people, um, with their mental health. So, uh, the main part, what everybody knows about Youthline is, we have a helpline where people can text us and they can call us. Um, it's all free. We sort of um, look to support young people just with their emotional health and help them to um, just have somebody to talk to. Most of the time it's just like, mm. like what you're saying, just talking shit, like, <laughs> what, but not just, just <laughs> like kind of listening, you know, because it yeah. makes such a big difference. We sort of try not to, give advice, we're just kind of not judging people, giving them somewhere to talk about what's happening without um, having somebody weigh in, I think is mm. can be quite a big thing. Um, and then kind of like looking to other services that are relevant to them where they're wanting a bit more. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of not in a nutshell. Because we do a bunch of other things as well, like we go into schools and do kind of e education like around mental health, we do stress workshops, we do like sleeping workshops, we attend conferences and speak and do all sorts of random things and have lots of programs that we try out to see different ways that we can support young people. Um, cause it's such a crucial time, right? Like growing up and especially like those kind of teen years and that transition from school into like, what do you do? Like, how do you manage that? And the expectations of parents and society and friends and relationships. And there's so much that you're dealing with and it's all new. Mm. And so you find us kind of just, um, I guess we aim to just be a listening ear so that young people get a chance to kind of figure these things out without somebody judging them and saying you're doing the wrong thing or I think it's really important though, right? Mm. Like, cause starting a conversation is where it starts. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why, you know, personally myself related to youth line so well is let's just start the conversation. Mm -hmm. Let's just talk shit. Like whatever it is, like, let's just joke. Or say things and and then eventually it gets uh something serious and you you get it off your chest and then it kind of comes back full circle and you tell a joke again and um it makes people feel that, that little bit better you know and they're not alone in yes. this whole crazy thing that we call life yeah so important and i think that's that's a really big thing that we come across and especially during like pandemic times, you know, when we've had lockdowns and things, one of the topics that we've seen so often is like just loneliness and people just feeling disconnected from their world, from their people, or, mm. you know, um, not really knowing how to express that or who to turn to and feeling like everybody's busy. Mm. And so often everybody has the same things going on. Like, I don't feel like I can reach out um, because those people are busy and those people are going, I feel like I can reach out because. Um, and so it's kind of like youth lines there so that mm. that's our whole purpose. You know? Don't you think it's so crazy? Like in a world so connected, we feel so alone. Mm. Super crazy. You know, like 
I, I mean, I don't know why, like, but personally, I think it's like everyone's scratching on the surface of it. Okay. <clears throat> if you try and like hold a conversation with 20 people at the same time, what are you going to give to that conversation yeah. apart from a, yeah, sure. Just becomes noise, hey? Yeah, it's noisy. Like, that's yeah. it. We live in a noisy world. Yeah, incredibly noisy. And then compounded by, um, like, these highlight reels of people's lives that you see on social media yeah. and yeah. that sort of thing. You, you get the impression that everybody's out there living these amazing lives. And I think people start feeling like they're not or they're stuck or, and mm. it's not always the case. It can be quite different. You know, the reality is that everybody has issues and everybody's struggling with something, hey? Yeah, it's strange because, like, I think everyone tries to pile their plate too much in the short term, but they're not enough in the long term, right? And they overestimate what they can do in a day and underestimate what they can do in five years. So relatable. <laughs> <laughs> I got a to-do list with 50 things on it. It was like, dude, like, just get up and wipe your ass and do one of them and you're going to be all right. Like, yeah. just move the chess piece forward one square. Yeah, yeah. Let true. the day go. Yeah. Fold, fold some washing and like, fold some. Yeah. make a cup of coffee. You're good. If I folded washing in a day, that's a successful day. Oh, yeah. Like, right. just out on the clothes horse yeah. and I just pick it off that, mate. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not getting folded up. It's definitely not getting hung up. Like, yeah. and I'm not ironing. No. I can't remember the last time I ironed. I iron and iron. I have no idea where it is. <laughs> just buy clothes that don't need ironing then like... yeah that's why you leave it on the clothes off <laughs> so it dries without wrinkles and if it's got wrinkles in it who cares just use clothes hangers it's fine true yeah there you go <laughs> uh so how long you been been at youth line uh so it's coming up it's about three and a half years now Shit. yeah yeah um, so I started there cause I was studying psychology, wanted to get a bit of experience also like new to the area. So I wanted to meet people and sort of, um, find a community, I guess. Um, and absolutely mission accomplished, like, <laughs> um, just made some really good friends through the whole experience gained some amazing experience. Mm. Um, and what I loved about it was just going in and it's just different, you know, like, um, you sort of think that you're going to be going in and like imparting wisdom or something, but none of that matters, you know, none of it matters. It's just about creating a space where somebody can feel comfortable, kind of like what you do, just making a space where yeah. people can talk and just yeah just listening and and providing something so simple which is often something that people are just craving mm. you know it's not complicated well how many times do people listen these days yeah you know listen to like understand or mm -hmm. give you that space to say whatever you gotta say like it's usually all right i'm gonna wait until you shut the fuck up and then i got something to say <laughs> yeah. right yeah um, like just holding that it's like yeah. oh can you hurry up and finish so i can talk yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's fucking weird yeah. <laughs> like if you sit back and be a fly on a wall and observe a conversation mm -hmm. you're like these two living creatures are just kind of like making noises at each other yeah and none of them are listening to any mm -hmm. of them it's like quite often people just kind of use each other as like mirrors, right? I'm talking to you mm. so that I don't have to just talk to myself. Talking <laughs> <laughs> to yourself's great. <laughs> no. Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who says they don't talk to themselves is a real crazy person. Yeah. No, I agree. Like absolutely. The the crazy ones are the normal ones. Mm. People that think they're a straight arrow uh <laughs> usually hiding something. <laughs> That's what I've found. <laughs> what is it like the Mad Hatter quote where it was like, um, like the lunatics are the most interesting people or some, something along those lines. It sounds like, yeah, something, some Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Sort of. That's where I live by. I'm like, yeah, great. It gives me an excuse to just be off the rails, you know, <laughs> just be an absolute balloon. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, totally. So why 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 are you fine? Um, I just think young people are so fascinating. They've got so like their whole life ahead of them, you know, and there's just so much happening for them and it's so real. And um I guess like I'm a parent, I've got a couple of kids and and I just think like if they felt for any reason that there was something that they couldn't talk to me about, I would hope that there's someone else who's safe, who mm. would give them somewhere to, you know, talk that out and just be, and that they could feel heard and not be given like bad advice or point in the wrong direction or, you know, like, mm. um, it's a place where people could be vulnerable and, um, yeah, just be themselves. What do you, what do you find is the, the most common thing that people come to youth line with? Oh, so many things. I think, um, I think probably the top of the list is like feeling suicidal, having suicidal thoughts because that really scares people, which is understandable. It's a really scary thing. Right. Mm. And just, um, so that loneliness, isolation, I think, um, it's another big one. Um, yeah, just a whole array of things. Um, but yeah, I think so often people want someone to be able to like validate what they're going through because they feel like mental health is so often kind of brushed to the side, like, oh, you'll be fine. Kind of mm. shut up, <laughs> walk it off. You'll be, you'll be right. Like yeah, yeah. it's not kind of treated like a real illness, you know, whereas like if you, um, kind of fall over and, and break a leg and you've got a bone sticking out, then nobody's going to say to you, Hey, like walk it off. It's yeah. fine. But like, if you're really depressed and feeling like I can't get out of bed or I don't have a purpose, then like often that's the kind of advice that people will give is just like, and I think part of that is just being like, because it's an invisible illness, people don't see it. So they don't understand it. Mm. And that's why I think like what you do is so important talking about it and sort of relating it to other things like fitness, because it's not like all of these things are interrelated, right? So, um, like your body, your mind, your mental well-being, your spirit, everything, it's all ties in together. And, um, I think as a Western society, that's something that we're still kind of slowly figuring out. <laughs> fucking Western societies, it's all money driven and, uh, and the mentality of things are usually stuck in the past, even though it's a very innovative society, it's quite mm. a polarized mm. weird thing. Cause yeah. Okay. Like we're pushing forward in all these things, but then at the same time, it's like, no, 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 we don't acknowledge that. Yeah. You know, and I found here is really, really strange, you know, of it's got the largest rate of teen suicide in the Western world. Mm-hmm. It's like the, there's less than 5 million people here. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like you live in paradise, you know, it's like, I get over here. I'm like, wow. Like this is phenomenal. The land's incredible, mm-hmm. you know, relatively speaking in comparison, um, life is a lot easier. Right. And then you just like, wait, people are dealing with the same shit. Mm-hmm having the same conversations mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, this is a bigger problem. Yeah. You know, it stretches beyond borders and boxes that we love to place ourselves in a right of male, female, able, disabled, whatever it is. Yeah. Right. It just stretches beyond all of that. Yeah. Cause you know, we can sit across a room from one another from literally polar opposite ends of the, of the world mm. and deal with the same shit. And I, that, that to me highlights an issue. Yeah. And that to me highlights like a 
humanitarian issue rather than a, like a Western or a British, Kiwi, whatever. It's like, no, let's just drop those barriers now. Let's just get rid of the labels. It doesn't matter mm. anymore. Like, we're all human. We can all talk some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, it blows my mind, mate. And I'm probably going to end up crying. But it's okay. I cry on a lot of episodes. <laughs> nice. I love that. <laughs> well, fuck it, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Things happen, mate. <laughs> Things get weird. Um, but why Why do you think here in particular we're going to relate it to, to this country, right? Uh, it's where it's the soil we walk on at the moment. So why do you think here young people have such a hard time mentally? Ooh. I don't know if it's here specifically. I think um, it's a lot of things that are just really confusing, you know, like um, that's a, that's a difficult question because it kind of plays into like politics and like the wider society. And for me, like my brain just goes, wow, like, <laughs> like, where do you even start? You start pulling that thread and I mean, start wherever you want, mate. I am interested because mm. I, I don't know. I got a, um, I'm looking at it through a different set of lenses, right? Yeah. Cause I got an outsider's point of view. You know, I've only been here yeah. three years, you know, I can have a, an opinion, I guess, but mm -hmm. it's not got a lot of weight behind it, in my opinion, mm -hmm. towards myself. So I'm like, well, I want to know from people who grew up here, experienced mm -hmm. life as a teenager, as a, as a little child through, mm -hmm. through this country, right? Yeah. I guess, um, like, like I was saying, like, we don't have a great understanding of like that sort of mind, body, spirit connection in New Zealand. And I think that is like, or not as a country as a whole, like certain parts of New Zealand have a really amazing understanding of that. And that's kind of making its way out into the mainstream. But like as a mainstream, I think that that connection has been really obscured for yeah. a long time. And so growing up here and feeling like, things are all separate it's very confusing like um and there's a lot of other things that affect it i guess as well like um so um lots of domestic violence in new zealand lots of um like relationship issues and things like that and a lot of it kind of gets swept under the rug and i think a lot of that comes from our kind of like um like colonization and and the whole like British stiff upper lip and and the way that that's kind of assimilated into our society right is we end up not talking about it so a lot of stuff just kind of um gets gets like hidden away but it doesn't go away it's still there and so all of these things the trauma that gets carried down through generations of people um and like, you know, the, the statistics are high in New Zealand, then you sort of start digging into those. And for our like Maori people and our Pacifica people, those statistics are disproportionately high. And I think a lot of that does go back to colonization, that a lot of that does go to like the processes that are still in place that, um, make society a really unbalanced place to be. And so for a lot of these people, it's feeling like they don't fit in, like, um, the society, which like, honestly, even as like a Pacifica person, it's like that feeling of, of not really knowing where I belong or where I fit as a teenager for me, that was, I think a big thing is like, not, not kind of feeling that sense of belonging anywhere. Um, and then I can't speak for Māori people because obviously I'm not Māori, but, um, that is to not have a sense of belonging in your own country is messed up. Right. So then 
things, you start scratching the surface of that and it gets pretty dark pretty fast. And mm -hmm. then, yeah, I suppose you can't speak to those statistics without then taking them apart mm. because it goes into like rainbow people as well. You know, as you start looking at the LGBTQI plus community who have wickedly disproportionate um, statistics again. And it's these groups of people that feel like they're not accepted, like they have to try and fit in somehow and be somebody that they're not. Mm. Um, yeah, which is incredibly sad. So I guess um, like mental health has to encompass all of those things. And we're trying to figure that out still, trying to figure out how we make everybody feel like they're valid and they belong. And when there's been so many, like, years and years and years, hundreds of years of people being told that they're not valid and they don't belong, and then all of a sudden we're trying to fix it. So there's a lot of mahi to be done. There's a lot of work to be done there, but... Um, yeah, we're trying. <laughs> I think conversations like this are, are really important because of that, because like when I grew up, we didn't really, like in my family home, we didn't really talk about these kinds of things. We didn't mm. talk about mental health. We didn't have conversations about um, people who had different sexual identities or different gender identities or, you know, like, what it meant to be like part Pacifica or not, you know, what it meant to be part Pākehā, none of that. And so I think that in itself is a huge problem, is not being able to talk about things. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think so. It, it shuts you off, right? And it makes mm. you feel like your, your feelings aren't valid. Mm. Exactly. Which, yeah, you know, you feel like shit in whatever capacity, like it's always going to be valid. Same as on the other side of the spectrum. If you feel great, feelings are valid, mate, you know, mm. always. Um, yeah, I usually sit on the standpoint of why, Yeah. you know, when, when I, when I hear these things, I'm like, wow. Okay. Why? If we go to the source of this river and you block that, then all the other petty little problems that come after it, mm -hmm all go away because you've got the sauce right rather than just kind of like playing tic-tac-toe on the floor yeah um that's i don't know that's how my brain goes and we're trying to pull people out of the river but not figuring out why they're falling into the river in the first place exactly, <laughs> exactly. you know it's like we're spinning spinning plates you know we're just yeah. kind of walking around 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 on a roundabout yeah. it's like well, why don't we get off this roundabout now guys yeah. you know we've been on it too long mm-hmm Wow. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's from the the stiff upper stiff stiff upper lip? That's hard to say. <laughs> Even when I'm not drunk. <laughs> Even when it comes from from your <laughs> the culture that you were brought up. <laughs> no, nah, well see this is um I mean this is the thing with like I mean Britain is a not a very big place, but it's also very different because mm. you've got, you got different nations in one place, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you call someone from a different nation, they will take your head off. Right. You know, it's like, no, I'm Welsh, not English, or I'm Scottish, not Irish, or whatever it is, right? I'm not going to Irish. Um, but, I mean, I'm going to speak for England as a whole. Like, it's super, uh, it's super polarised. Right. Like there's a social issue in terms of like a socioeconomic divide. Mm -hmm. So there's very much of a gap between the classes. It's a class system rather than a race system mm -hmm. or a sexist system or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's issues on all the, those other ones, mm -hmm. but the main problem is, is a class system, which is quite difficult for me to hear because mm -hmm. I come from, um, the West side of Manchester. So that's, blue collar through and through no money to fucking rub together no nothing like if you able to 
buy bread at the end of the week, mm-hmm. you're doing well. Um, notoriously. So when I come over here and travel around and try and learn and everyone's like, oh, it's, you know, the monarchy and whatever. I was like, the monarchy gave nothing to anybody but the South, yeah. anybody but the wider spread, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, that's difficult to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, the UK is a weird place. The world is a weird place. People are weird. <laughs> yeah, I think we can agree on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get my little cave radius piece of land somewhere. I'll buy it. I'm not going to take it. For a good price. Yeah, of course. Price. I'm not sailing on no ship. No way. No way. Ah, oh, there. Yeah. Somewhere. I don't care where. I go to Mars. How about that? Right. I couldn't, I couldn't deal with the heights, mate. No, I feel like Mars would be not ideal. It's a bit of an extreme way of like running away from your problems, yeah. you know what I mean? Just a little, I feel like it'd be quite like extreme and cold and hot and lonely. Yeah. It's meant yeah. to be fucking freezing. Mm. Like it's, what was it? Like 40% of the surface is like frozen water or something. So they need to heat it up. Finish colonizing Earth. Now we'll go colonize Mars too. <laughs> Sorry, I need to stop with the colonization jokes. Do you want me to go up there and just put a British flag on it? <laughs> well, you're gonna do it anyway, man. <laughs> well, it's gonna be the Americans. Let's be honest. <laughs> True. Which are just, you know, <laughs> traitors from Britain. <laughs> <laughs> See, you gotta be able to talk shit, man. You know, <laughs> you gotta be able to do it. So, I'm gonna go back to why. You know, why do you, why do you think why do you think young people don't feel at home in their home? And you think it's well, we we said it's mainly Pacific or Maori group, right? Um, not, not discounting, uh, you know, white New Zealanders not saying that they don't feel nothing, you know, no, that's, of course. yeah, just as, as a, I mean, I think the statistics in general show that young people are like as a group on hold are doing okay. Right. But then when you look at the groups that aren't doing okay, the larger proportion of those are your Pacifica, Maori, Rainbow, and then if you've got like a, um, like intersecting identities, like you happen to be Maori and um, like a rain- part of the Rainbow community, then things do get harder. It's harder to um, make sense of those identities and find places mm. to fit. And so I think community is a big part of it is just for people finding their communities, finding where they belong. And, and it's been hard, you know, it's been hard for, for a lot of people to, to feel like, oh, the society that we live in is so heteronormative, it's so white, it's so, you know, it caters to certain groups really well and other groups are sort of left going, where do, where do I fit? Mm. <laughs> where do I belong? Um, I don't think there's a single why. Um, How do we tackle it? That is huge. I think <laughs> that's a massive question. I mean, it'd be great if we could sit in this room and like just sort it out now. I reckon you and I could just I reckon. make a plan and... So we could run for parliament? Yeah, I think so. Do you think that'll get me a visa? <laughs> you might have to do it the other way around. I imagine. Oh, come on. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Give me a black passport and I'll, uh, I'll sit on the chair or whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not allowed in parliament. No. As I'm not allowed in church, I say too many things. <laughs> you know, I swear too much. I speak what's on my mind. <clears throat> it's not good. Yeah, I know. Oh, well. 
It is good, but people don't like, like it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, how do we how do we do it? Like, because I'm I'm very much of um uh bottom up approach, pretty much on everything. Mm. Like, I think the power's in the people. Mm-hmm. Like, I love people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck where you're from, who you are, what you do. I don't really care. I'm like, do your thing. Um, but I think the the connection between people is where the real quote-unquote power comes from, not, hey, can we get this bill passed? And I'm like, what, are we going to vote someone in and then cry about it for four years because they've done nothing about it to vote someone else in and repeat the cycle? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to take some personal accountability? And I think I'm from a bottom-up approach, but mm-hmm. that's my opinion. So what what would how would you say? Um, I suppose... I don't know. I've been in academia for the last, like, five and a half years straight. So I'm like, That's a smart lady. Oh, um, I think education has a lot to do with that. And by that, I don't mean we all go and spend a million years in, in university. I mean, listening to each other, listening to other people's point of views, like, um, as a society, just having more understanding for people having more time for people um, to just be able to say, like, what's going on for you rather than, oh, my God, I can't believe that you just cut the line, you know, and just, like, um, understanding that everybody's got their own stuff going on, you know, I guess opening up, which is a hard thing to do. Hmm. Hmm. I guess, I guess it's also really hard here as well because geographically it's isolated, right? It's very far and very expensive to get off these two pieces of rock. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was very fortunate in a sense of Manchester is a very diverse place. Granted, there's, you know, if you go down the whole gang route, there's like race wars and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but as there is everywhere. Um, but you still on the same street as five different nationalities yeah, and everybody looks different and nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm broke and you're broke. So we're the same. (laughs) We look completely different, but we're both broke as piss. (laughs) So we're both the same. (laughs) And that's, uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy about that one. Whether it's, I know it was, you know, financially divided, but everybody's in the same boat. So everybody would give the shirt off their back. Right. And I think, um, yeah, I don't think that helps here. If you've made it here, you know, you've done all right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think what you're saying there is, um, goes to the gap, right? That we talk about in New Zealand, that there's this gap between the haves and the have-nots, which is growing all the time. And I think that's super relevant when you're talking about mental health mm-hmm. and the things that are accessible. So, like, for a huge portion of society, it's not even accessible to be able to go and get some help. And if you do, it is often, like, a few sessions where you might just start getting to um, feel like, you're making progress and then it stops because there's no funding, right? So, and then you kind of have to start again with somebody else um, if you can even do that. And so um, accessibility to services, accessibility to things that just make life easier is, it's a big problem, you know, that, that a lot of society just can't afford to have, a comfortable life. Mm. And if you are even living like comfortably, and I say that with quotation marks, um, quite often you are, can pay the bills, but you don't have the time, you know? So it's these massive trade-offs that we make, like having to work like, all of your time so that your spare time you're just like recovering so that you can go back to work to pay the bills so that you're not um it's a weird life yeah. we've ended up creating for ourselves yeah you know yeah 
Um, and I think that sort of like pinned as some sort of success in New Zealand as well, that you kind of can work a million hours and, and make enough money to be comfortable, mm. in quotes. Mm. But is that, is that comfortable? You know, I guess that's, that's like the, you're not in poverty, but you're time poor. Or mm. you have no energy left at the end of the day to take care of yourself or spend time with your loved ones or really be present for what's happening around you outside of what's happening at work. You know, it's, um, that's a hard one. Yeah, that's definitely an issue. And it's a, you know, it's the same back home. You know, we got a shit ton of bills and taxes galore mm. and stuff. And, you know, if you're a nurse back home, like, you can't afford anything. Like, you've got to have two jobs. It's like you're a friggin' mm. nurse. Yeah. Nurses are like the backbone of the medical system. Yeah. What right? happens if I go to fucking <laughs> A&E? Like, what? It's them who sees me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. It, yeah, it's like we, uh, we're chopping off our hand to save our foot. Mm -hmm. You know, if time is the only thing we got, mm. then why, why are we just throwing it away? Yeah. And I don't know the answer. Like, I, mm. I, I live my life really simply in the sense of like, the only thing I know is I know nothing. So I'm completely open to everything. Like, tell me. Like, I'm not going to see this, this room through your eyes mm -hmm. or I don't know what it's like growing up here. Like, tell me. And then we, I'm like, great. I can take that and move on with it and mull over it and hopefully see more things in the world. Right. And mm. be able to come to some sort of not conclusion, but pull more things in to have more of a, a, a worldview rather than having a natural bias as we all do. Cause everybody grows up somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really awesome like attitude to have and definitely for me, like having been doing like university for however long now, the one thing that I continue to learn is that there's so much more to learn. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I know nothing <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, it's sort of go, okay, like everything that I learn tells me that something else needs to be kind of weeded out and thrown away or, you know, that there's more that I need to learn to fully comprehend mm -hmm. that thing. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Like literally as soon as you turn the page, there's like five more pages you need to read and it keeps going on and on and on. You're like, why did I even start this? Yeah. And also that nothing is black and white, you know, there's always, um, great areas or, you know, people have different takes on things. It's not nothing simple. Mm. Right? Especially when it comes to like people. Yeah fucking complex individuals. Mm -hmm. And then when you start getting this whole like integration of people within society, like society is just like the combination of people in a one space, right? With the common cause. But yeah. what is this common cause in quotation yeah. marks? Yeah. You know? And, uh, I don't know, like personally, I think we just place way too much weight on things that don't actually exist. I don't think society exists. Right. It's uh, a made up concept, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Everything is. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, I don't know whether it's because I'm not the mm -hmm. most book smart of individuals and, uh, yeah, I'm more of a practical type dude, mm -hmm. but I'm like, why don't we just focus on what we can do with our two fucking hands and our brain mm -hmm. rather than just like crying wolf, you know, because like we said at the beginning, like we live in a very noisy world. Mm. And it's like, adult, as adults, we're all crying like kids, but nobody's doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, hence why I'm going to strap something to my belt and walk a marathon. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just go do something now, guys, you know, like, yes. let's do something about it. Like, we can all sit and cry about it mm -hmm. and nothing's going to happen. Or we can do something and then cry about it. Because... Crying makes you feel better. <laughs> Crying does make you feel better. 100%. <laughs> All the time, mate. Love a good cry. You just let it out. You feel great. <laughs> yeah. You get a coffee in you and you go again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to adulting. 
sleep, eat, cry, repeat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I signed up for this, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I think I want to go back to being a kid. <laughs> I know, but like a little kid. Little kid. Yeah. <laughs> Not teenage years. Yeah, when people think you're cute and they do things for you just purely because they think that you're cute. I think we had different childhoods. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm thinking about my kids. <laughs> Definitely people didn't do shit for me because I was cute. No, that's not happening. <laughs> I was too busy, like, robbing candy bars or something. Like, it's the North, mate, you know? Penny sweets. <laughs> could do what you could do, man. Yeah. Yeah, we used to have penny sweets. used to walk around the um, uh, the streets. As everybody chucks their pennies on the floor. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you pick up all the ones and two pence mm-hmm. and you go into the local uh, sweet shop, buy some penny sweets for free. There you go. Capitalism. <laughs> you know, entrepreneurship <laughs> or being broke as shit. It doesn't yeah. matter either or. It's the same. <laughs> oh, dear. So where do you, um, where do you see you flying going? Mm-hmm. At the moment, I think we're just, um, the focus is to just be able to be really super reliable and just continue to hold that space where we are. Um, I can't speak for like youth line as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but it's just like building, like continuing to hold a space where young people can feel safe, where young people can can get support, can link in with services that they need to not feel alone, to feel like they're heard, to feel like they're valid, to, you know, Mm. um, all of those things. And just hope that we can really do that well and reach more young people and just provide a really good service, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, But who knows? Who knows what's tomorrow? The only easy day was yesterday, <laughs> you know, tomorrow is unknown. Exactly. I don't know what I'm doing now either, mm. so we'll figure it out. We'll figure this out together, man. Yeah. What about, what about like community-driven spot, right? Just getting kids and people in the community, you know, just mm. moving around. Hey, let's go to the local park. There's a lot of parks here. Hmm. What blew my mind was there's no broken bottles, there's no needles, there's no people trying to fucking stab you. So I'm like, why don't why aren't we just using these packs? You know, like they're pretty cool. Like community driven, go out on the park, mm. everyone plays football, rugby, netball, bit of fitness. You know, throw some sandbags, do some running around or whatever, rolling around if you really want to. Yeah, I mean. That sounds like something that maybe we could collaborate on. All right, sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I've just kind of talked okay. myself into more work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you have, and it's all on record now. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's fine. I'm trying to edit it out yeah. and mess it up, probably. <laughs> um, we do do some events, like we will collaborate with other people, like um, Coca-Cola runs um, Christmas in the Park every year, and we get involved with that, and we'll get down there and... Um, make like a space for young people to go to kind of get away from it, like the noise if they want to and yeah. um, raise a bit of funds for our main mahi, which is the helpline and um, the other services that we provide. Um, so we get involved in those kind of things. I suppose it's knowing what you're good at is really important, you mm. know? So um, for us, like we're good at going into schools and, um, running education workshops, you know, around sleep or around stress or um, those kinds of things. And then there's charities or, you know, organisations who do do more like sports focus groups, which are really important, you know. So, um, mm. so yeah, always open to conversations about collaboration and doing different things. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, I think in an information world and a world that is exponentially spinning faster and faster, right? Um, the answer is always both rather than or. 
in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, I was like, hey, if we got two options, A and B, like, why don't we just fucking do both? Yeah. You know, everybody wants to help everybody now. Mm. All right. Like, we're all adults. We can all collaborate. Mm-hmm. Um, and how are we able to do that? Mm. Uh, again, I think the power is in the people. Like, because then you can turn around to the government and give them one of these. Yeah. You know, and be like, well, you know that problem that you get X amount of dollars to do every year and people, you know, put on a little ballot to put you into so-called power. Mm. Yeah, well, we've sorted that out for you. So what have you been doing, Paul? You know? <laughs> Can you tell, like, I'm very much cynical <laughs> when it comes to government powers? Like, mm-hmm. I'm English. I don't trust my government. That's what happens. Right. <laughs> Oh, I'm poor English and I trust my government. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just think accountability, mate, over mm. everything. Mm. You know, how are you conducting yourself? I even see it, you know, when you go for a coffee, mm. uh, you go to a coffee culture or whatever, just go pick up your mocha or whatever people drink, right? And you just um, watch how people interact with that barista or someone at the till. And there is no humanity in that conversation and that interaction and nothing. It's like two robots, like really blatantly do not want to converse with one another. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, fuck it, this dickhead again. You know what I'm going to order? You see me every morning, piss off, don't ask about my pink tie. You know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. are we all that miserable? I was like, even if you are, mm. fake it, right? I know this can sound quite controversial, but fake it to make a joke because comedy heals all wounds and you can just for at least three seconds have some sort of comedic humor of talking some sort of shit and you can go back and be miserable and i know that because i do it (laughs) right if i'm having a super like shit day or whatever yeah like even if i'm super down in the Mm -hmm. dumps if you're able to make someone laugh and they like actually laugh. You see the sparkle in their eye. You see them light up. You feel a little bit better. Yeah, it's that human connection, right? There you go. Yeah. Putting human back into humanity. Mm. Yeah, I think, um, like you say, the controversy and sort of fake it till you make it sort of thing. Or I can see what you mean about like just being kind to people, just treating people like humans, right? It's not a robot that makes your coffee. It's not Mm -hmm. a robot that's on the other end of the phone when you call whoever, Mm -hmm. the bank, Mm -hmm. the IID, whoever. Well, you don't get anyone at the IID, but um, that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, these are human beings, and so it's it's not necessarily pretend that you're okay is just be kind i feel like is what you're saying like Fuck not, yeah. yeah just just being kind and um i think that's really important as well i absolutely agree like yeah and even you know they'll be like oh how are you actually doing and you're not doing well you can say not good yeah it is allowed yeah <laughs> you know and it is also allowed to lie to them and say you are good if you really wanted to and you don't want to tell them then don't tell them whatever but you can say, remember, actually, nah, a bit shit at the moment, mate, but, you know, it's all going to come up, Alex, yeah. you know? Yeah. Don't worry about it. A rising tide uh, lifts mm. all ships. What goes up must come down. Say something daft, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next Onwards time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, maybe next time they ask, how are you doing? Yeah. And they're like, you know, there's a little bit more sustenance behind mm. it. You know, how are you doing? Like, fucking, yesterday, you're a bit down in the dumps. You all right? Just like communication, right? That that back and yeah. forth. Um, yeah, I found it when I went to the south of England, people were so different. You know, home in the north is either it's going to be super friendly or you're going to get stabbed mm-hmm. and it's a 50-50 shot. Um, but it's a great time. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the south, it's, people are cold. And that's, I think, where the stiff upper lip comes from. Right. Um, and yeah, I mate, you all right? Morning. Mm. morning <laughs> nothing i'm like what am i an alien with three heads you mm. know what i mean are we just going to ignore the foreigner in my own country now you know yeah because again there's a big 
north south divide type stuff accents are all different and that mm-hmm. um but if you're able to just throw that out at one another nice kicks yeah even if you don't believe it nice shoot, you know green really suits you what are you, what are you saying at last? <laughs> i'm saying it's insane <laughs> I'm saying it sincerely. We're just gonna feel self-conscious. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Come on, I got like, I got uh, unmatching socks on, which is normal for me. I got Chewbacca on though. I consciously try not to match my socks. I think my socks are matching today. I'm not sure, but it was like an act of like rebellion or something. I don't don't know. I just (laughs) fuck the system. (laughs) (laughs) Just mismatch. I'm gonna wear two left socks today. Fuck them. Left and right socks? No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I know my left and right. Like, I, feel, I feel like socks are like a kind of interchangeable situation, right? Not I like, don't know, dude. Not like gloves. Shoes. Not like gloves, yeah. <laughs> I had to think about that for a couple of seconds. <laughs> or shoes, yeah. Yeah, or shoes. Well, I guess so. Maybe some are curved. I mean, Nike came out with those left and right socks, didn't they? And uh, maybe that's just a market employee to charge an extra couple of dollars. Bastards. <laughs> I never got any. All my socks are holding. That's a problem. No. <laughs> it's kind of like a principle at this point. You know what I mean? Right. You're like, I'm going to hold on until I've literally yeah. got a piece of thread on my feet. Mm-hmm. Well, this T-shirt's about 12 years old. So. Nice. Again. Yeah. It's a principle. Slow fashion. I like it. Sure, I'm waiting until it comes back around, you yeah. know? <laughs> I don't think it was was ever around. <laughs> well, you can't go wrong with, like, a grey T-shirt. <laughs> like, it's not, it's, it's not in or out, it's always. It's got a little be. pattern on it, thank you. Has it? Oh. Well, grey and grey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mismatched. <laughs> Probably the most fashionable piece I own. Usually black on black, mate. You can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. And then everything I will wear to the gym's got holes in it. Like a hobo lifting weights. Fun fact. I got three questions. Shoot. What's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received? Oh my goodness. I feel like print me for that one. <laughs> um, it's better off the cuff. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, don't wear matching socks. Don't be matching socks. And, um, <laughs> and like, honestly, actually, this is super cheesy and like terrible, but there's a bear with, bear with. No, nothing's cheesy. Go for it. <laughs> Um, a problem shared is a problem halved. And I remember my dad telling me that and thinking, and like, to me now that still sounds super like cheesy and, and sort of, um, I don't know, like almost, uh, like shallow kind of thing. But then there's a grain in there that's like, you can talk to people about what's going on in your life. You don't have to hold it all in. You don't have to bottle it all up. And actually, I think the thing there is not that just the act of telling someone alone is going to fix your problems. It's that being heard and being understood and being validated um, is a big step in the direction of being able to to live with those problems or de- deal with them however that mm. sort of looks. Um, because I think lots of people do feel like they just can't talk about things or need to bottle things up and, and that can be incredibly damaging and toxic and harmful. Mm. So I don't think that's cheesy at all, mate. Thanks. No, I think that's good. Like I was pretty old when I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wish I would have heard that as a kid. Mm. Um, 
you know, you'd have heard something similar, but I think uh, a problem she has is a, is a problem half as a sentence is uh, it's quite poignant. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the time that I heard it, I was sort of not in a place to receive that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, and you know, when you hear things from your parents, it's like, oh yeah, what would you know? <laughs> when you're young, when you're young and you know everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't know anything as well. Yeah. Okay, mate. Yeah, yeah sure, Dad. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> What's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received? Oh, gosh. Probably the opposite to that would be like, um, just like suck it up and leave your problems at the door kind of mm. thing. Mm. That's interesting because that actually broke a memory. Like I worked in a lot of gyms, right? Mm. And I fucking love it, man. Like coaching for me is like, like a life sauce. Like it drains the shit out of me and I can't really talk to anybody afterwards. But at the same time, like, I just feel so alive. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember this one, this one time where everyone was always coming in like super down in their dumps. It was kind of like everybody's life went up shit's Creek at the mm -hmm. same time. And you're like, Oh shit. Okay. How am I keeping everybody together? I'm like a late teenager coaching fitness. Like what's going on? You know, yeah. I wear trackies to work with holes in them. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I told everybody, cause you see them, they see them all shutting up. I was in the South at the time. Mm. You see them all shutting down and closing up shop and trying to, trying to keep everything in. I'm like, bring your fucking problems in here. Mm -hmm. So when shit hits the fan and the workouts got you by the nuts and you don't know who you are, where you are and what you're doing, like, at least you're going to get some sort of release and you're going to be able to let it go and and let it drop on the floor. I told people to bring it in and leave it on the gym floor. And uh, yeah, mate, I, I loved it. Yeah. It seemed like they enjoyed it too. Nice. Yeah, no, that's, that's great advice. Like just putting it into, into what you're doing. Hey, like, but it goes back to mm. talking and that's mm. like the community. Mm. Yeah. You know, I've been working out a long time, but if I go in the gym, I'm just gonna go train and do the gym. It's like it's shit, man. Yeah. It's not an enjoyable experience. <laughs> you know that little voice in the back of your head starts talking to you. Yeah. Like if you go into a place and there's people around that love you and you love them, mm -hmm. whether you're both having a great time or everybody's having a great time or everyone's having a shit time or somewhere in between, it's like, hey, we stopped eating bonbons and got off the couch, and now we're here, so we might as well start slapping the silly things out of ourselves mm -hmm. and then we, we can go get a coffee and talk shit and calm down and whatever. Yeah. But like now, now it's welcome to the black parade. Yeah. You know, now time to go. Yeah. I fucking love that shit. Man. Do the work. I'm so fired up. I need to go train. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got ADHD, mate. Probably got hit something up there. Like not all there with the ch chocolate drops. Um, last one. Three words you'd tell your younger self. Does it have to be three? You, you can have more if you want. <laughs> um, you can have well, five this, if you this want. is deep. Um, so I would, no, I've got three. Um, so if I could go back and talk to my younger self, I would simply say, you are worthy. Oh God, damn. Yeah. I think that was something that I, didn't believe for a really long time. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah, and it's impactful, I think. Like, I think when I look back on on the choices that I made, if I had have believed that, I would have made um, a lot of choices which would have led to a lot of different outcomes for me in situations that weren't great. Um, but having said that, I wouldn't take those things back either. Um, because 
I wouldn't have the life that I have now if I didn't mm. make the choices that I made. So it's a hard one because, you know, you always think, oh, if I could go back and change things, but then things would be different, right? I wouldn't take back anything because I don't want anything about what I have now to change except for the way that I'm working on it and building it now, I guess. And so while I think worthiness and that inherent confidence that comes with it is so important and a lesson that's been so hard learned for me, mm. I'm glad that I have that now. And I feel sorry for the younger me who didn't, didn't understand that, but wouldn't necessarily change that if that makes sense. Mm. Mm. You wouldn't be the same person. No. You know? No. So, I mean, if you're grateful for where you are now, mm. then you'd love yourself, right? Yeah. And then you wouldn't change anything, which then you would love the journey that your past self would need to go through. Yeah. Which you know, but they don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank goodness we don't have time machines. <laughs> Fuck, I ain't going back, mate. No, that shit's done. No <laughs> yeah. It's done. Yeah, I don't... I. Yeah, I uh, adopt the, the, the thought process of I need something to chase, mm. but I don't need to know what it is. I just need to just keep moving. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to know what that picture looks like. I don't want to know. I don't yeah. want to know. You know, the whole reason of uh, the whole question of, uh, do you want to know how you die? Or do you want to know when you die? I was like, no, I don't want to know shit. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Let me just do my thing. You know, and when it's time, hit me with a mm -hmm. bus or something like, yeah. Fun, that's actually a fun fact. My brother said that's how I was going to die. <laughs> well, we've got a weird family. <laughs> All families are weird. Yeah. I'm going to lose my marbles by then. Fair. But I think if anyone said that their family wasn't weird, they'd be lying. 100%. Yeah. You know, you know, when you pull up, you know, when you're pulling up with a mate or a, or a significant other or whatever, mm -hmm. significant other, look at me. I sound all posh. <laughs> I pull someone up right at the door and you like your family home. And if you don't turn around and be like, listen, I'm going to have to tell you something. <laughs> There's a crack house in there. They're all wacky, <laughs> right? There's going to be pies flying around. There's going to be shit talking. You're going to have to run with the best of them. Then they're lying to you. They're throwing you into the lion's den. Good luck. <laughs> Mate, I appreciate your time, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank it's you so, so much. much fun. Um, it's not that bad, right? <laughs> just... I was nervous. Yes. Well, it's not that bad though, right? No. Just talking shit and with a headphone on. Unfortunately, I can't play Beyonce. You know, <laughs> maybe I should have Beyonce in one ear and then me in the other. That'd be a really weird duet. That would be a strange experience. All right, I'll figure it out next time. Or I could do Beyonce. <laughs> you And then you'd talk. Or try to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Over your laughing. Yeah. Would you choose like a particular song? Like It's going to have to be like all the single ladies, isn't it? Oh, of course. Obviously. Of course. How is that even a question? It's like a reenacting of a really bad budget magic mic. Yeah. <laughs> You'd need to do the dance as well. Yeah, oh, no, this is not good. Like, <laughs> people would be paying me to stop. Is that not why you have the camera going? <laughs> no, 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 technical difficulties at that time. Yeah. You know, oh, sorry, like it, the file corrupted. Yeah. You'll never see it again. You're not thinking about changing the format of the podcast in Home Zone to a Beyonce-themed podcast i got some stories about that but i can't be on air <laughs> <laughs> okay look forward to hearing them sponsors will be out of the door <laughs> they're like oh, no this ain't good 
R rated. Well, I'm R rated anyway. I say what I want. No, mate, I appreciate it. And if anyone wants to get in hold of um, Youthline, what's the number? We can uh, we can uh, Google the number. I can put it in the description. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like literally nobody nobody knows the phone number because it's not easy to remember when it's. Like, I know. Is it an eight hundred? It's no eight hundred. I should know it too, but yeah. I don't. You can text us on two three four, but um. Oh, you can text. That's brilliant. Yeah. So we that's... have like text, email, um, phones, yeah, web chat, but web chat is what web chat. Web chat is like you can go on and like Zoom. No. Just texting. But yeah. Online. So like online. Yeah. Wow. Online chat. Fuck! I'll cross them all. That's awesome. Mm. I think that texting one is is brilliant, especially for yeah. younger ones. Yes. Yeah. No, texting's really um popular. Yeah, anonymous too, like Yeah. Yeah, that's that's Yeah, text them on two Two three four. Two three four. Mm-hmm. That's all you gotta type in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's wow, the easy. whole number. And it's free. Yeah. Um I think like lots of people go, Is this free? Because their phones say like, Oh, it might cost to but it is free. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. Change your lives, mate. Thank you for that. Yeah. Nice. Bye, everybody. Bye.